welcome to Heard and Heal Podcast, the place where you feel seen. I'm your host, Nathisha Brooks. And here I use positivity, personal experiences, and a whole lot of faith to help you heal. Before we get started, there's a saying I like to say, and it says, I believe in myself. I believe in my abilities. Fear is where it stops. Healing is where it starts. What's up, y'all? Oh, my God. It's been four freaking months. Four months. Could you believe that? It's been four months since we have tapped in, since I've given you an episode. Today's episode, y'all, we're going to talk about where I've been. You know, like, just give you a little life update on, like, why I took a hiatus, okay? Thank you for tuning in. You're also going to notice that some things have changed. So let's kind of, let's get right into it. Y'all, my podcast is no longer visual. You just got me on the mic. You know, you just you just got me in your ear, okay? It was a decision I had to make because I noticed that when you had, when it's just you, yourself on a podcast, um, you really don't need the visual element because a lot of times it's not going to keep people's attention, essentially. And a podcast is made for listening. People like to listen to it. And my vision for my podcast is you listen to it as you're cleaning up or as you're in your car driving home because I, I just kind of have good conversations here. Um, you don't necessarily need to see me. So here we are. You just got me on Apple Podcasts. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Girl, I'm trying to get myself on Pandora. So, you know, once that come through, that application been pending for I don't know how long. Anywho, that's one of the biggest changes. Y'all, it's so good to be back. I always see this, say this every time I come back, but let's just kind of talk, okay? Ain't it so funny that my last video or episode that I up, up uploaded excuse me was the one where I was talking about um what was I saying how your strengths could be your weaknesses and how you know like if you find yourself just pouring 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 so much you know you're gonna find yourself being empty well guess guess what happened to me <laughs> that's exactly what happened to me guys I really had to put my podcast on the back burner because one life has started picking up for me I had started dating. Um, in addition to that, I picked up hours at my job. So that was just leaving, leading to a lot of just kind of burnout. I was active on my social media. It was a lot of just things going on that was pulling my attention and my podcast. It was like, oh, this is hard for me to do. Like, <laughs> I don't have the time to kind of pick it up. But I didn't really like that. What was also happening too, guys, was, oh my God, I feel like it's so much. I got to kind of catch you on. Long story short, y'all, I have really hit like a really bad depressive state. And I talk about this a lot on my channel because I'm the girl, we're going to talk about our feelings because I always encourage people to talk about their feelings. And me, oh, I feel deeply for a lot of stuff. Well, I had hit like a really bad depressive state. So I wasn't really giving much, you know, to anything. And I felt like my podcast, I couldn't come and show up because this is the place where my online presence is me pouring into people, you know, that's just kind of what I'm known for. Got a good word, got a good saying. I say something good. And honestly, these things come naturally. They're never rehearsed. I never have to think about it, right? That's just who I am. But it was draining me because when you are the person who is the helper, that means you are needed, you know? And I just was like, man, I'm tired of being damn needed. <laughs> I was needed so bad. And this podcast was one of the things that was needing me, you know, 
And don't get me wrong, I love that. Like, I love that, you know, people can come listen to me and I can pour into them intentionally and or unintentionally. Like, I think that is so cool. But I'm just telling you, sometimes when you are needed, it comes with a lot of pressure when you're not in the space to be able to give that. And I just wasn't in that space to be able to come and pour into people because honestly, my cup was so damn empty. It was just empty, y'all. Oh, I was just talking on my Instagram how my time is changing a little bit on social media, like how I show myself. I built my platform off of just being relatable and talking about experiences that people feel, right? Because I'm a part of the human experience and I talk on topics and stuff like that. But I'm also very careful on how much I share on social media because I'm a private person. I like to keep some things private, but... I mean, shoot, (laughs) I was just becoming more and more open and transparent. But you know what I was noticing too? Even though I was being more transparent, I was scared of the things that I would say and who it would get back to and what people would think. And, you know, it was that type of thing. And I'm like, oh God. So I started guarding myself on like what I was going to say online kind of like really trying to figure out what I'm what I'm going to say, what the topic going to be, what's this? Because I was guarded. It was like I was limited in what I wanted to share. And that was so unfamiliar for me. Like, although I do protect my privacy, I never really had to cut corners the way I was doing. So um, it became hard because essentially I'm online showing up as if like, hey, let me give you this good word. Let me do this and that, blah, blah, right? But I am suffering in the background. Like, I'm waking up every day, y'all couldn't wait for the damn day to be over. Literally, this shit is amazing. Excuse me, and I'm not trying to curse, but this is just amazing to think about. Like, I legit will get up out of the bed and be like, I cannot wait till 545. That was deep. I'm not going to hold you. That was really deep. Like, why am I waking up anticipating for the day to be over? Like, that was a big, big sign for me, y'all. Have you experienced that before? Like, it's just, (laughs) I mean, no joy in your day. Not even looking forward to the day. Just wanting the damn day to be over with. Like, when I noticed that was happening, y'all, it was like, oh, Natisha, you are not okay. You just not okay. You know, there was a couple things that was added to why I wasn't okay. One of the most taxing things was my job. I'm a therapist, you know. I'm a mental health therapist at that. So I have a caseload of about 26 people um, that I see. I see these people every week. I work Monday through Thursday. So you could do the math. I'm sometimes having nine sessions a day, six, seven, eight sessions a day. You know, it can get kind of hectic. And I'm seeing these people. And my job as a therapist is so emotionally taxing. Um and this is something that really comes natural to me. I was, I, I, I do believe that God chose me for this particular career or profession because I'm really, really good in it, good at it. Um, but just to have to shift and switch and show up and support and and God and listen and you know just to be needed and that it was just like oh my God. And the flip side of it was that like I would see the advances of my clients, right? See all of these improvements, see how they were so vulnerable, just see how they just couldn't wait to show up for therapy. And it just kind of made me feel like, damn, I wish I had somebody who was supporting me like this. Like I wish I had a space where I felt like, yes, I could just kind of be 
be free and I could get the insight I want and I could just hear somebody tell me like, you know what, you right and you okay. You know, I, I it, it was like, so that's the other side of it. So granted, I'm the person that's giving this. It was like, I wish I could receive this. So that was a big part of it. And I also too, like, you know, I work very hard. I work very hard. And being in a profession like such, honestly, it's no amount of, amount of money you could pay me to say like, oh, this is enough. I make good. You know, when you talk about people's mental and emotional functioning, you know, <laughs> I don't really know if you could put a price on that, you know, because people ain't right. <laughs> People, people ain't right, you know, and somebody got to do it. <laughs> so that is funny to me. But anywho, um, my job was the most thing that was taxing me. But then outside of that, I was just investing my time into friendships that I felt like were good friendships, but I just saw that I was giving a lot, but I was not receiving a lot, you know, and that was a lot because that's always been a pattern of me, like just give, 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 give. And then like, why do I feel so unfulfilled? Like, why do I feel like I'm not filled up? You know, that type of thing. But then I had like some things that happened in my friendship that was just kind of like, whoa, it was just unspeakable. Like I kind of just felt like my friends just kind of crossed me essentially. And that was just, girl, for me, ending relationships are never easy. I, I'm going to tell you this right now. Ending relationships are never easy for me. And unfortunately, my history shows that when I end relationships, it's never like amicable, but it, it never really ends well. You know, it's always like some drama or some beefing or some, some shit that comes around that. And I had to realize like, well, it's because you wait too long. Like when things go wrong or when you don't like something, you are so passive in handling it that finally when shit hit the plan, you going off, you know, it a toxic trait that I have. Okay. Um, so then that was happening. Then, you know, I was dating this guy and I'm going to tell y'all something. And this something we could talk about another day on day, but huh, he presented so well initially y'all like he just seemed like a really good guy. He was very attentive, you know, it, it was the not the first time, but the first time in a long time where I actually met a guy who really actually liked me. Like, he liked me. You could tell he really liked me. And I was kind of falling for him, but it was like, this is too damn fast. You know, I'm a, I'm a girl who is newly single. You know, I'm not really looking to be in anything committed so fast. You know, I want something serious, but not right now. You know, he was this guy who really wanted something really serious. So in the beginning, and he was like showing up a lot, but y'all, it had became so overwhelming. I have my own space, you know, he really wanted to be in my space, wanted to be around me a lot. It was taking me away from my me time, my podcast, the time I like to watch my shows, because here I am with a guy who's so needy, like a guy who wants me. And it's like, damn, you know, it was really smothering. I mean, very smothering. Um, all too soon, all too fast, and I just didn't like it. Well, that situation ended up turning really bad, y'all. Like, <laughs> that dude had anger issues. He was definitely insecure, very controlling. Like, it just ended bad. And it didn't take me long to recognize, like, whoa. It didn't take me long at all because I just kind of had to keep my eyes open because I do believe, like, 
sometimes you have like really good connections and you have people who really like you, but then sometimes people move too fast because they're trying to cover some shit. So, you know, that's me trying to keep a balance. Like, mm -mm, is you trying to play around? Like, what's really going on? <laughs> so, so, um, he was just a lot. Um, I ended up like ending things with him because, uh, he just was a lot. His anger was a lot. His attitude was a lot. And I was like, I'm not putting up with this shit. You know, like, <laughs> I'm just not putting up with it. Very low tolerance. And um, that boy, he just, I mean, the messages got bad. I mean, he just was calling me and he just wouldn't stop. Like, he was really, like, pressing me out just on my, if I had to block him from many different numbers, he just would not stop contacting me. So then it became scary because I already knew, like, what his anger looked like, you know, I already knew his attitude looked like, but then I see what you say out your mouth. You know, I learned that men really don't deal with rejection well, and not this man. <laughs> so he really was becoming super excessive. I mean, even still now, you know, like this guy just won't let up, and I have not been in contact with this guy for a long time. So, but that was overwhelming for me. Like it was just, guys, it was so much. Then my car, I have a Kia for any of those who have a Kia. Y'all know the Kia challenge is going on right now where um, people break into your Kia car and they try to use a USB to start the ignition of the car so that they can steal the car. Um, and they so they pull out your steering wheel column. They pull out your ignition. They really vandalize the car just to steal it. Well, I have a brand new Kia. Um, it's a 2022. And with those brand new Kias, that challenge does not work. So my car had got attacked, sorry, not attacked, but vandalized by the Kia Challenge twice. Uh, so it happened in maybe September, October, November, maybe November, the end of September, October, the end of October going into November, right? That's when it happens. Well, I finally get my car back December, maybe third or something. Three weeks later, boom, happens to my car again. Three weeks damn later, when I tell y'all, oh, that was that was enough for me. I had already had to pay my damn deductible, you know. I got to turn right around, pay this damn deductible again. So look at the fact that I'm working hard and getting paid enough for it. You know, now somebody done vandalized my car. I got to pay for mistakes that somebody else done did. Now I got to potentially move. Like, it was just overwhelming. Like, guys, so much was happening that I was like... I, I, I can't do it. Like, I cannot do it. A lot of people always ask me, even when, it, when we go back to, like, my childhood and just, like, my life story, a lot of people always ask me, like, how are you so resilient? Like, how do you get through things? And my number one answer is God, right? Like, I, I just i am really embedded in my faith. But then, you know, I just realized that I just had to keep going. Like, I just could not stop. And that has been a mentality that has always been with me. I'm 28 years old and I'm always going, like, just keep going, just keep pushing through, just keep going. Because I recognize that, listen, life can't stop because these things are happening. You're going to have to pick yourself up and keep going. Although that is such a great strength to have, you know, it's so damaging. It really is. And there may be some of you guys out there like that. And I really do encourage that. Like I tell you guys, sit in your feelings, but get up and keep moving, right? But for me, it was just like really big things was happening in my life. And I was just like, all right, F it, you know. I, I talked about it, let it out. I can't really do nothing about it. Let me just keep going. 
but it got, I got tired of going. I'm going to be honest. You ever, you ever get like that? Like you the strong friend or like, you know, you just go through so many damn things and everybody is relying on you. I mean, hell, you are relying on you. Like you can't stop. You got to keep going. That's a heavy load to bear. It really is. And for me, it was just like, fuck, man. Like, it was too much. And I had to remind myself, like, need the helper needs help. Why do you think that you don't need help? And it wasn't that I didn't think I needed help. I guess I just kept saying, like, I'm okay. I'm not there. I'm not there. And it was just like, well, what the hell is it going to take for you to get there? <laughs> you hear me? I'm like, what the hell? What the heck is it going to take for you to get there, girl? Like, you cannot carry this all. Like, you just cannot. So um, I ended up, and this is something that I always do. Some of you guys may be like this. Whenever I'm going through something, especially a lot, I always pull away. I have to. I cannot engage. I don't have no talk for nobody. <laughs> I just kind of seclude. I've always been like this since I've been a little girl. Whenever things get tough, I pull away. Um. Sometimes people find that to be dangerous. My language has never changed with this. For me, it is so helpful only because I get a lot of my answers. I get a lot of my insight when I'm in my own presence. And I encourage that for a lot of people. If you've never tried that, if you need a clear mind, if you need a direction, pull away. When I say pull away, I mean, completely pull yourself, tap out of social media, tap out of friends, tap out of your phone, like just sit and just be. And I do that for a couple of days. Like I just kind of, of course I get up and I brush my teeth, take a shower, eat, I go to work, but it's, I just sit and I just be. And I literally, I do it because I learned that typically the answers always lie, always lie within. So it's like, if I can just hear my own voice, if I can process my own thinking, I can figure out my own way. But when I got so many other influences around me, it really does hinder me and it is too much. So I typically pull away. That helps me deal with my emotions. That helps me calm down. That helps me process what I'm even damn feeling when I pull away. And that's what I did. You know, I had... um. The, the thing that happened to my car more recently in December, this Kia challenge, I, I'm, I'm standing, it was my 13th re reason. <laughs> I'm going to stick beside that. It was enough for me to say, you know what, <laughs> to hell with all of this. Because, I mean, guys, it was just enough. You know, your car ever been damn vandalized before? Somebody ever stole your car? Somebody ain't never stole my car before. But I was just like, God damn, just steal it at this point. You know, like, is somebody ever f with your stuff man like just leave my stuff alone <laughs> i'm saying i pay rent in this damn place i pay this tag on car no now i gotta pay a deductible now i gotta get this stuff fixed now my life is inconvenienced because some damn hoodlums want to come take my stuff in addition to what i'm already going through girl that was enough for me that was enough so when that happened to me in december i was like yeah no Life ain't about to look like this for me. So I just got off of social media. Honestly, I just stopped showing up online, stopped tweeting, stopped Insta. I tweeted a little bit, but stopped Instagram and stopped Facebooking. Girl, uh, my friends want to call. I ain't got it this evening. I call you tomorrow. You know, stop texting. I just kind of took a lot of time to myself. 
And I needed it. It was so freaking needed because I was able to just really sit with what was going on and help me figure out like, what you going to do <laughs> and why are you going so fast? And why are you not taking the time to focus on you? And do you see how empty you are? You don't even have it, you know? Thank God. I am self-aware enough to know that given my job, right, I still have to show up for these people and I still have to, you know, perform. I know how to compartmentalize like that. So I was still showing up and giving 100% of my job, but I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> I couldn't wait <laughs> for the day to be over with. <laughs> I just couldn't wait. So I took the time to myself. I just was going to work. One of the biggest things that I did for myself, y'all, was I started therapy. And I'm going to tell you something. It was the best thing I could have did. It was the best thing I could have did. I'm not going to lie. Now, I tried to go to therapy back in 2021, I think. Was it 2021 going to 2022? Yeah. It was 2021. It was actually 2022. I started it. It didn't go well. I didn't like the therapist that I had. I felt like... um. She didn't treat me as a client. She treated me as a therapist, <laughs> you know? So every experience I would talk about, I'd be like, yeah, you're a therapist, you know? And it's like, stop it. <laughs> so I didn't like it. So I tried therapy. It didn't go well. So I just didn't go back. Um, it was a hard time trying to find therapists because at that time, you know, it, I mean, they were just overbooked. So I didn't do it. But here we are a whole year later. And I was like, let's go back to therapy. And I went back. And I mean, it was the best thing I could have did, truthfully. I feel so seen. I feel so understood. I feel so validated. I get a lot of clarity. One of the things that I told my therapist was like, look, I um, <laughs> I don't have all the answers, okay? So even if it sounds like I have the answers, I don't have the answers. And she was open to that. And she re reminded me more recently, like, you actually do have a lot of the answers, you need to change your language. You just don't like that you got the answers. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> I was like, well, damn. <laughs> Which is true, though, right? Because it is true. You know, I've been denying it for a long time. And some of you guys may be like that. You may have a lot of your own answers to your problems. You may have a lot of your own insight. But sometimes we feel like, nah, we don't know everything. And it's too good to be true. And no, I could be wrong. That second guessing type of thing, right? Where it's like, listen, <laughs> you right. <laughs> you very much so right. And that was that what was going, that was what was happening with me. I have a lot of answers within myself, but you know, I wasn't spending that time with myself to even come up with those answers, you know, to even process how I'm feeling and dealing with how I'm feeling. There's so much has transpired in my life in the last two year, you know, so I never really had the space or the opportunity to really talk about those things and really get them out. So um, I'm happy that I started therapy. I, I really did. I mean, I'm sorry. I really am. It, it, it. I look forward to my sessions. I'm trying to tell you, I, I write notes on what I want to go over with my therapist about. And my therapist just gives me really good insight, but she makes me feel like you, you ain't crazy. You know, she reaffirms some of the feelings I have, some of the experiences that I went through. So I encourage that for anybody, you know, girl, go get you a therapist, <laughs> go do it. Like go do it now, you know, especially for the helpers, you know, especially for the strong ones. But even if you felt like me, like I just can't get out the damn bed. 
I'm a strong believer. I like to talk about my experiences. I have to. I like to talk about the stuff that I got going on. And I learned that when I talk, I teach myself a lot of things too. I have the answers when I speak out loud. So um, it, it's not for everybody, but it may work for some of you. So that's the update. Second thing. What's another update? I started therapy. Oh, this will be my second year, guys, in um, being a therapist. This is kind of cool. So the next part of my journey, I'm a LMSW, a licensed master social worker. I am trying to um, study for my test to become an LCSW, a licensed clinical social worker. What does that mean? That I now have the ability to diagnose people with um, um, mental health disorders. So clinically, I can do that now. Um is that what I'm looking to do? No, but I am looking to just kind of get that master's degree right now. I mean, just to get that license um, because it's the top one. Well, next to the LCSWC, I'm, I'm rambling. But anywho, um, it's just the next step for me. So I celebrated two years being a therapist. That's such a big milestone. I'm going to say God is so damn good because this month was the first month I've made the most money in my entire two years that I've been working there. And because I've been able to make this much money, it has set the standard like, oh, I know how to make this much money again. I mean, when I say the most money, y'all, I just, I, Lord, God is good. That's all I can say. God has just been good to me. So that's why I am. Oh, another thing. My process was just kind of getting back to the things that make me happy, you know, doing things that Nathisha likes to do, because a lot of times I'm just doing things that people want me to do, you know, and nobody has interest in the things that I want to do. So it really has been spending time with myself doing the things that I like to do. Um, I've started building new friendships, but intentional ones. Like, I mean, and I, I literally told myself, I'm not seeking friendships. I ain't doing that. I'm 28 years old. If somebody want to be my friend, they'll, they'll seek me. <laughs> okay. And and they'll be intentional about it. They're, they'll put work at put work it toward it and I'll match that. But I ain't going out here trying to be no damn friends of nobody. I'm okay with the ones I have. Right. Um, so I'm working on my friendships. I have a person that's come back into my life, a old friend. Some of you guys may have know, known from way back in the day that we're working on our friendship, which is a beautiful thing. Um, what else y'all? Oh, oh, that's what I was saying. I got back on YouTube. <laughs> this is kind of cool. YouTube was one of them things that always just kind of brought me peace um, because I was able to just be my creative self, you know, do my makeup and just kind of talk. It's different than here because the topics I talk about on my podcast, I extend them here. I extend those. Okay. The topics I talk about on YouTube, I extend it. My goal is to extend it on my podcast. So that's kind of cool. But Y'all really is just me finding my direction and me really like fears where it stops. I'm not, uh-uh. It's about Nathisha and I've been prioritizing me. And um, I'm forever going to encourage that to all of you guys to prioritize you. This episode really was just to give you insight on where I've been. You know, there's an explanation. When I go ghost on things, you know, and it's a part of my <laughs> makeup <laughs> that sometimes I pick things up and put them down. But my podcast is one of those things that I'm not putting down and I stand on that because I really love this space. But it was too much happening in my life and I couldn't manage and mitigate it. I couldn't figure it out. But I think the thing that makes me really, really relatable, or well, I don't know, vulnerable, I think, I don't know the word I'm trying to say, 
is that I talk about those experiences. A lot of times I like to go through them first and then talk about them. But I'm trying to normalize that it's okay that you can even talk about them while you're going through them. You know, it's okay to not have a direction, not have insight, because I always come with the answers. And it's like, it's okay to not have them. It's okay to just be figuring them out, you know, and and I say that to anybody. It's okay to not know what you're doing. It's okay to not have the answers. It's okay to tell somebody you don't have them. You know, it, it all of that is okay. That's something that I'm learning. I'm a leader. And one thing about a leader is that they lead by example. And that's exactly who I am. So it's something that I am learning you know, to accept and practice that even if you are not okay, you can still open your mouth and talk about what you're you're going through that's making you not okay. I always like to say it's okay to not be okay, but my goal is, well, I won't talk about it right now. I'll talk about it when I'm better. And it's like, no, talk about it now, you know, because it ain't all put together. But I'm better today, guys. God is good. You know, it really is just me focusing on me. I'm not trying to pick up and start too much and have expectations. Uh Uh-uh. You know, because I have a direction for my life and I'm really just trying to focus on that and really be intentional and walking into that. So um, I'm happy that I finally was like, you know what, get the help that you need, you know, and and it, it changes a lot. And I encourage, you know, if you need to get the help that you need, I encourage you to do it truthfully. Okay. <laughs> I tried to make this podcast 30 minutes, so we we got it, okay? I don't want it to be too long, but listen, I hope that you got something from it, okay? I'll be back and I'll come talk to you and we'll pop it from there. I hope that you enjoy your week or your weekend or whatever it is, and I'm going to talk to you soon. I love you forever. <laughs> Bye.